I have, you know, today is a great day to be great. People know me for that, for that mm -hmm. little quote right there. So it's like just coming up with a brand that people recognize you for. So if I'm always in real estate, doing real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, people will be. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today we're sitting down with Ed Stulak, the millennial realtor, to talk about the use of social media and how you can begin to more effectively implement social media into whatever business that you are working on. So Ed uses social media specifically for people in the real estate area, but the, the methodologies and the practices that he uses to help them build their personal brands, their business following, all of these useful things and get their message out there to more people, build a community, all of this stuff is going to be applicable to any area that you're in. We don't focus on the real estate niche in particular. We keep it pretty pretty broad and, and stuff that's going to apply to you in any niche whatsoever. And Ed focuses specifically on Instagram, so this conversation is going to be tailored at Instagram. So if you're somebody who is looking to grow your Instagram following, connect with more people on Instagram more effectively, leverage the platform of Instagram to grow your business, grow your connections, this is the episode for you, okay? Ed gets tactical. He talks about exact strategies that you can use to more effectively build your brand, more effectively connect with high level individuals, and just more effectively leverage this amazing, amazing platform that is Instagram to achieve the things that you want to achieve in your business, in your personal brand, in all of these different areas of your life. So I'm super stoked to sit down with Ed today. This guy is absolutely killing it. He's speaking on stages. He's talking to people in the real estate niche, people in any niche about how they can more effectively utilize social media for their business. And that is something that I'm very passionate about. So without further ado, we're going to welcome Ed on to the podcast or whatever y'all are at. If you are on the way to the gym, if you are are walking the dog wherever you are listening to this podcast from on this wonderful wonderful day i want you guys to sit back relax and enjoy this episode of young smart money all right ed welcome to young smart money how are you doing today i'm doing phenomenal it's a great day to be great that is the truth my man it's a pleasure to be speaking with you now our listeners got to hear a little bit about who you are, what you're currently up to in the intro to this episode. But for those of them that aren't familiar with who you are and what you're currently working on, give us a quick like 60 to 90 second snapshot of where you're at right now. Awesome. My name is Ed Stulak. I'm the millennial realtor. And what I do is I sell real estate in New Jersey. However, stumbling upon real estate and really acquiring my license and selling homes, I, I came across a little problem in the industry. And that is a realtor and the understanding of social media. So a lot of realtors don't understand social media. So what I'm doing as an entrepreneur should solves problems, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm solving the problem right now, teaching realtors around the world about the importance of social media and personal branding and just how to create a social media presence that matters. That's what I'm doing. I love it, man. And I'm stoked to get into it because I have a lot of younger listeners who are interested in both real estate and social media. So I think we can really bring a lot of value on this episode and really like help a lot of people out today. So I'm super stoked for it. Um, so I like to start all the interviews off by sort of flashing back in time to your early upbringing, talking like middle school, high school years, just because we do have a younger listener base and I want them to be able to like get a feel for who you are, where you're coming from. So in that time period, did you take school very seriously? Were you already getting started with entrepreneurship? Were you into sports, music? What'd that look like? Cool. So from, from the beginning, it was, uh, I'm an only child. So my parents are my best friends. Everything they say, I kind of have to listen. <laughs> Mom said, do this. I did it. Dad said, do that. I did that. And one of the things my dad said was hockey, you know, so I got into hockey and I played for a long, long time, thought I would be really just going uh, with my life and lifestyle towards sportsmanship, you know, just mm -hmm. going and pursuing hockey. Mom wanted me to go to school, wanted me to be a musician and this and that. So it was always them 
telling me what to do. And then one day I just said, you know what, let me try to figure out what I want to do. And mm. that's, and it's not like I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I was kind of forced into the position. I started failing high school. I started uh, college. I'm sorry. I started failing college. And um, then I got injured in hockey. So I was recruited for Penn State ice hockey. I was studying pre-med and it was just a different lifestyle. And then, then when I got injured and started failing, you know, life kind of put me into this corner and said, you know, turn your sales around and go another way. So I sat down, reanalyzed my lifestyle and my life, and my vision, my pursuits, what do I want to do now? And that's when I came across the idea of music. I was like, all right, let me kind of stumble upon my mom's ideas of music. So I got into that. I love EDM, electronic music, you know, that, that's DJing. That's sure. well, I got into it, started making some music. Then I came across business. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is what entrepreneurship is, you know, creating a brand, going on stage, traveling, all these little things really made sense. That's when I stumbled upon social media within that concept. And that was like, all right, social media is it. I need to do this. From here on out, and that was seven years ago. So now I'm 25. So around, you know, 18 years old, something of that sort. I really, really just decided social media is it. Huh? What made you? What made you decide on social media? Because clearly you tried a bunch of different things, like like a lot of our listeners have as well. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that feeling of like trying this, then trying that, then trying the other thing. So when you got to social media, what made you know that like that was your thing? I focus on my strengths. When I find a strength within myself or within my skill set I make that strength stronger that's what I believe in to a, to a whole tenth degree you know is when you know you're good at something make that strength stronger so I knew I sucked at management I knew I sucked at producing music I knew I sucked at organizing and this and, and accounting and God knows what else there was so I dedicated those tasks to someone else that was good at it and I came, uh, kept coming back to social media. I knew it. I understood it. I knew how to network with people. I knew how to create content. I knew everything around social media. It just was very logical and natural to me. And again, I said, that's my strength. Let me make it stronger. So that's what I, I kept doing. I made one company and I just fell into the social media position. I made another company, social media position. So it was, it was just nonstop rolling with, with that. I love it. So what was, what was the first company? First company was called Leave Normal Behind. Um, it was a, a company pretty much just a, a community where you wanted to pursue bigger and better things in life, create things that matter. And we were, of course, you know, hopping into the whole advertisement side of things as well. So I was focusing on that, trying to figure out maybe advertising was my thing. But again, it wasn't um, organizing, managing. It wasn't. They put me in charge of social media. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's roll with it. <laughs> Yeah. So what kind of social media things were you doing? Like where, where did you really see yourself excelling in this area? A lot of content creation. I was creating content, posting pictures, posting videos, posting engaging, uh, engaging content that uh, audiences wanted to actually engage with and wanted to follow. And mm. so I was working on building followings. So I built one following and then I built another one and then I built another page and it was just, it was just working. And then I started meeting other people that were doing the same thing. So when I realized what they were doing, I wanted to kind of take that and, and apply it into, into my pursuits as well. So, you know, I was friends with uh, some of Gary Vaynerchuk's content creators, some of Ryan Serhan's creators, some of these bigger players, Gerard Adams, Jonas Brothers. So I had all these little, little um, influencers that just knew how to do it. So I learned from them and then I just applied it to my own stuff. So how do you, how did you make those connections with those, with those valuable people? Believe it or not, social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, social media. Just reaching out to one person, that person knowing someone, 
me reaching out to that person, just saying, hey, what can I do to bring you value today? And I feel mm-hmm. like that is one takeaway that any young, uh, young aspiring entrepreneur or businessman or just uh, a young person would should absolutely take advantage of is providing value to others and not always just asking for stuff, you know, just give me, give me, give me, but like, what can I give you? And people look at you differently, like, wow, why, why did you, why do you want to give me something? <laughs> like, you're not even selling me anything. You're interesting. You're unique. I want to help you. And, you know, there's a, there's a book, How to Win Friends uh, Friend and Influence People. I think it was chapter four, showing genuine interest. And that's what I did for the longest time, to show genuine interest and provided value. And those two things just went hand in hand and, you know, connections were made so, so well. There you go, man. It's, it's all about selfless action, like doing things for the benefit of other people and not thinking about how that's going to benefit you. Like you approach these people and you were like, how can I help you? Like, what can I do for your business? Like what's going to help move you in the right direction? And you weren't worried about how that was going to come back and help you. Like you just wanted to provide value to people. And that is, is what allowed you to, to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I didn't know what I was helping them out for, but I just knew that I wanted to make that connection because they either knew someone or they had something or there was something that of course I wanted at the end of the day. But most of all, it's that connection because I never know when I will need that person. Either it's tomorrow, either it's now, or maybe it's 10 years from now. But as long as they know that I'm a valuable resource to them, they'll always allow me to come into their doors. That's what matters. Yep. Building that relationship capital, getting your name out there. Those things are essential, especially as a a young person. And social media is just such a good way to do that. I mean, DMs have been so effective for me in reaching some really high level people that that you never would have thought you could have reached. um, But but you'll never know until you actually like try. So I think it's just so important. It's it's one of, of so many different sources out there to connect with people nowadays, but it's the easiest. Yeah. Reach out to anyone in Australia, in Sweden, Dubai, down the road from you. <laughs> Everyone's on social media now, but if you're not, you're slacking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, my man. So in these first couple of companies, you were doing a lot of social media stuff, growing pages. Talk to our listeners now about what that process looked like and how you were you were growing these pages. Because I got a lot of people asking me, like, how do I grow my Instagram following? Like, how do I boost more followers? Like, what were you doing to, to do that at that point? Cool. So my best tip that I can really give is just going into the search engine and searching your interests and your hobbies. So if you're interested in sports, you type in sports, you're interested in basketball or football, or I don't know, wallets or hats, like whatever it is that you're interested in, you search it and you find other people that are interested in the same thing. Cause obviously they're posting about it. They're obviously interested in the same thing that you might be interested in. And that's one great industry to just make genuine connections within because already you have something in common. So already you have like a very easy icebreaker. Oh, you like hats? So do I. What kind of hats do you make? What kind of cotton do you use? What kind of, you know, and all of a sudden now you have a new connection. But now taking that and just really multiplying it and expanding it to, to another degree and finding other people that are interested in that stuff and just connecting with them. So how, you know, how many hours am I on social media today? You know, two and a half to three hours, maybe even longer sometimes, but every single minute is spent connecting with someone, commenting on someone's picture, maybe following someone, following a new follower, um, liking pictures, you know, that are relevant to my industry, relevant to my interests. You know, so that's what I do with social media. And that's what I would encourage others to do as well. 
Sure. So, I mean, man, if you're spending a significant amount of time on the platform, and I mean, I am as well, like, how do you balance that with like real life? Because like for me, there's always, there has been in the past, like this struggle between like social media versus real life, where my time's going, where my attention's going. How do you think about that when social media is such an integral part of your business? Cool. So it's how I look at social media. It's another marketing concept for me. It's another branding concept for me to grow my brand, to grow my business. So the, the time spent on social media is really just for lead generation. It's for follower generation. It's for exposure. It's for branding. It's for marketing. That's what I use social media for. So how do others use it for entertainment? They like to scroll and double tap on everything that they see that makes them laugh or, you know, makes them happy. I don't know. That's cool. That's totally cool. But that's not what I do it for. I go to the other side of social media and use it for business generation, for networking, for everything that is beneficial to me and my brand, my business. So the two and a half hours, three hours that I spend is all beneficial. There's not one minute that I spend just for fun. Do mm. I do that sometimes? Hell yeah. Who doesn't? But like majority of the time it's for business. That's how I look at it. So, you, you know, you're asking me, how can I balance it out? I really don't. I, it's a part of my life at this point. If, you know, and the question then arises, if, the plug was pulled one day, you know, what if social media dies? Sure. What if social media is not existent anymore? Like, what do you do? Do you, I don't know, kill yourself? Like, no, you don't. You continue. But you know what? There's so many people that rely on social media for their business and for their life. And it's, and it's scary. I don't know how they're going to embrace the impact if it were to happen. And if it does, when it does, we don't know, but we have to prepare. Right. So, I calculate it all. It's a part of my life. So there's a balance though. I make sure that I go on there to communicate because again, I wanted to use it for lead generation. So like I have to go on there at least once, twice, three times an hour just to see what's going on. You know? So but I use it very efficiently, very properly, the right way. You know, and that's what people don't, don't get. They just yeah. They're entertaining. So what is like, what is a typical, like, Instagram session look like for you? Like, do you go on like with an intention in mind? Like, this is why I'm going on Instagram right now. Or, or how does that look? Like walk us through it. I like that. I like that. So I go on Instagram literally just to go answer my DMs. I okay. make sure to answer every DM possible. Uh, even if it's, uh, I don't know, a hater or if it's, if it's some bot from India, like <laughs> you know, I'll make sure that is it real? Is it not? You know, or if it's actually someone, uh, a genuine advocate, a supporter of what I'm doing. And so we connect that way. And, uh, but I go to answer DMs. I go to, go to check out some other content, maybe some of my competition, um, maybe some of my influencers, some of the celebrities that I look up to, my idols, you know, maybe they are posting new content that I didn't think of. So I want to see what they're doing because they are doing R&D for me. They are investing time and money, tons of money into research and development to realize what is the consumer's interest today. They are spending that money to figure it out. So there's a lot of analytics and, and statistics going into this business that makes them post specifically what they're posting. So, so Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk posts his little quotes that look like they're screenshots from Twitter mm -hmm. for a reason. And people repost the hell out of that. People always repost and that is exposure for him because every time someone reposts, that is another multiple source of, of new followers that Gary was never exposed to before. There's definitely a reason why he does it. So 
I see that. I go on social media. I check out a person like Gary Vaynerchuk and I see what he's doing. Oh, cool. Quotes obviously are in again. So let me do that, you know? So uh, if it's not messaging or engaging with my community, it's checking out and doing some R&D on my own time, seeing what works for others. So uh, it could work for me. Hmm. So at this point in time, like what is your main, your main thing that you're working on is, is with real estate agents, right? It is. Yes. Okay. So are you like, what is, what does that business look like? Like walk us through the structure of that business. Like, are you getting real estate agents more leads? Um, Are you helping them build their personal brands? Like what are you doing for them? So I'm helping them really just take advantage of their social media. So a lot of realtors, I think the average age of a realtor is around 50 years old, if not 55, somewhere between there. That's, that's to the point where they don't understand social media. Sure. Facebook, maybe they have Instagram downloaded, but that's about it. (laughs) So those that know how to use it, I help them understand how to use it better. Those that don't have Instagram, I teach them how to download it and how to use it, period. But those that do have it, which is a majority of us now at this point, I teach them how to use it better. So how to make a brand on Instagram, how to connect properly on Instagram. Here are some algorithms that Instagram has that you can take advantage of to help you boost your exposure. Here is a way to gain a following. Here is a way to get more engagement. You know, and I can just talk about this stuff for hours because this is just genuinely what I what I've uh, come across and studied over the past seven years of just really diving deep into social media. So that's what I teach realtors. It's just how to build a brand, how to build a social media presence that matters, that turns those likes into potential leads for you. Someone that is actually down the road now follows you, might be interested in buying or selling a house or maybe renting a home. And when they think of that time to go buy or sell a home, they're gonna think of you the realtor, not someone else, not some advertisement that they saw on TV or the newspaper, but the person that they always see on social media, because that is what everyone picks up today, wherever they are in the car and on their couch, they're watching a movie. They're always picking up the phone and going on social media. And if that's the case, you should be present. You know, so just talking about things like that, teaching them how to be more present to just be more aware. Yeah, exactly. So when it comes to building a brand on social media, what are some of like the core aspects that you um, work with people on or that you think are really important to establishing that that solid presence on the platform? So everyone has a brand, whether they like it or they don't, and they just need to take advantage of it. Like I, like I'm, you know, always saying, so everyone has a brand, you know, you have your awesome brand and this is what I know you for. You have the, the headband and you have your <laughs> wacky hair color and that's awesome that's what makes you you i have my hat i have my my logo i have you know today is a great day to be great people know me for that for that Mm -hmm. little hole right there so it's like just coming up with a brand that people recognize you for so if i'm always in real estate doing real estate real estate real estate real estate people will be like okay i got it (laughs) you're in real estate you know so it's just really finding what your brand is and making it better and owning it just owning who you are if you're funny own it. If you're sexy, if you're a good looking girl, you own it. If you have, if you're a family guy, you have kids, you have a wife, you own it. And you just really portray that because that is who you are. Don't try to be someone you're not. So who you are, own the hell out of it and sell it. That's what you need to do. So that's what I make people realize. I sit down with realtors and I'm like, who are you? And sometimes they don't know themselves. They're like, I don't know. Like, I just want to sell houses, Ed. I just want to do this. I'm like, I get it. But, like, there's so much more behind it. And not many people are are creative. Not everyone has the creative eye. So I want to make sure that I bring that to them, to their table. So that's that's kind of how I help them out with their brand. For because- sure. 
Yeah. And, and, and one thing you said that I think is really important is like, you need to know who you are before you can start building out a brand online. Because like, if you don't know who you are, how are you going to convey to other people the value that you're bringing or, or just like literally like what you're doing with your social media or with anything in your life? So I think that's really important. And that's an area that a lot of people that I, I, I see skipping on, especially young people who are just getting started um, trying to build a brand, trying to um, build a social media following, trying to build a business. They don't know themselves well enough to even convey the value that they're bringing to other people because they just haven't taken the time to really sit down and just like be with themselves and just think about those things. So do you have any advice for a young listener who just feels kind of lost? They're not really sure what they're trying to do, um, but they, they, they think they want to build a social media following. Oh yeah, I do. I, I love that because I was in that position as well. I was, I was the young kid that was just sitting on the couch, literally just leaning back and looking at the TV, looking at my wall and saying, what do I want to do with my life now? I have so much time in this world and I don't know what to do. That was the beauty of it. I had no responsibilities. I had no no obligations i had nothing to hold me back from doing what i want to do but i needed to ask myself that question what do i want to do so then i was that's when music popped up into my head i want to do music like i love music it makes me happy every time i turn it on i want to dance like i love it let me jump into that let me see what it has to offer it taught me one thing like so i want to give that advice but like don't think that what you come up with that first idea is going to be it it might be a stepping stone. I know that was for, that was like my first stepping stone out of like 53 stepping stones. Okay. That was a whole, I didn't do this, then that, then that, but like they all brought me to this point where I am today. So just kind of leaning back and just thinking about, wow, what do I like? What do I actually, what, what makes my, I don't know, heart happy? What puts a smile on my face? And kind of just jumping into that. So if it's animals, if it's sports, again, do it, run into it. You know, a lot of people want to be models be a model like go for it go for it you know why not try it out that might take you to another point that you never thought even existed so there's a there's a lot of things that in this life people don't know exist but but really pursuing what you want yeah and i mean especially as a young person too like we have so few like speaking for myself like i have so many like safety nets and so few obligations that like it just makes sense for like now to be the time where i play as risky as i want to because i know that even if i do fall flat on my face even if i do like lose everything like I'm 20 years old, like I have so much time to to bounce back and, and to recover. And I know that the lessons that I'll learn from taking those risks are, are, are so worth it. Like, it just it just makes it just makes sense. That's right. Absolutely. So all right, so now talk to the younger listeners. Okay, so now we've sort of established like, okay, so you need to know who you are. Okay, you have to have this solid like foundation of like, okay, who am I? What am I trying to do here? From there, like, how do you go about um, like, picking like a social media platform to use it sounds like you mostly focus on instagram i do i do focus on instagram and the only reason i really kind of um transitioned to instagram is because i know statistically speaking it has a very high ratio of of eyes a lot of instagram every day billions and hundreds of billions of likes a day something of that sort so i know a lot of people are on instagram today so that's why i want to be um you know there's a new platform tiktok i'm Mm -hmm. I started playing around with TikTok because it's the new thing. I want to see what it has to offer. A lot of young kids are on there. But (laughs) listen, that's totally fine. That's the next to find. People need to be aware of what's going on. So figure out what social media platform you're 
comfortable with. I know, you know, people have to get out of their comfort zone and whatnot, but like in the beginning, just figure out a platform that you're comfortable with, that you understand the most, that you know how to dissect, you understand the language of it, and then just jump into it and kind of start building a following there. Once you have a community, because at the end of the day, they, people say content is king. I believe mm. community is king. Mm. So if the community is strong enough, they will support you. They will be advocates of yours forever. They will be your lifetime partners on a social media platform. So if they are going to follow you on YouTube or Twitter or MySpace, whatever you're on, <laughs> and if you tell them, hey, guys, follow me on YouTube, it, the real ones will follow. Mm. If you tell them to go follow me on Facebook, the real ones will follow. So again, that's what I believe in having that strong community and that actually believes in your vision, you know, that's, that's there. I completely agree, man. And that's, that's the reason why I use social media. It's to connect with people. It's not because I need to boost my ego. It's not because I want to make myself feel like I'm like a popular kid. Like it, it's because I want to build a strong community around something that I truly do believe in. So that being said, how do you, how do you sort of advise your clients? How would you advise a young listener? to start building that community? Like what are, what are some of the, the, the things that they need to be focusing on in order to get people like riled up around a common, a common cause? Hold on. I'm losing you. Sorry. No sweat. Can, Can you, you hear me? me now? Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. You lagged a lot. Oh, sorry. I'll just ask the question again. <laughs> One more time. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So clearly, I, I totally agree with you that community is like essential in, in growing any kind of social following. I mean, that's why I'm on Instagram is to connect with people and to, to really like get people riled up behind a common cause. So that being said, how do you think about this? How do you talk with your clients about this? How would you talk with a younger listener about how they can begin to get people like in this community, like build a community around something that they really do believe in? Yeah. Once you know what you, what you passionately want to grow into or you what you want to become who you are you know all this stuff you just have to start following and getting that community base that actually wants to be a part of of your community that you want to engage with that you want to um just be a part of like you everyone that joins your community they they want to know that they're not just a follower they they want to be heard you know and that's one big thing that a lot of people kind of avoid and you know, sweep to the side is, oh, now that I have a big following, I'm there, I'm good, I'm ready to go. Hmm. But your community wants to be heard. So it's just kind of compiling the community that wants to be a part of your journey. They want to be a, a part of it. They want to be heard by you. And then, then you listen to them, then you hear them out. So they are my biggest feedback uh, of providers. You know, I, when I build a brand or I build a logo, I, I don't know, post a piece of content, I like to ask my followers, the true ones, what do you think of this one? Or what are your thoughts? And they tell me straight as it is, this is good. This is bad. Eh, I don't like this. And I'll say, thank you so much for the feedback. What do you think I should do to improve? Or what would you like to see in my next upcoming posts? And they'll tell me. <laughs> I know what's going to get me a like because they told me that they want to see that. So if they tell me that they want to see that, I'm going to make it. They're going to have to like it at that point. <laughs> so, but just really really just finding the community that actually wants to be a part of your journey. For sure. So when it comes to producing content, what are you, what are you focusing on and how do you think about like helping people out with, with the content they create to help build out their social platforms? So the content, like again, creating content that is valuable to your community. So now it's about 
creating content that your community actually wants to engage with, as I was saying before. Mm-hmm. So you can make a piece of a, a piece of content that is nice to you, but it might not be nice to your community. So it's you know um, how how they say that people don't want to be sold to; they want to actually want to buy. They would yeah. Buy instead of be sold to, that's kind of what I do with content. Like, I don't care if I like it or if I don't. I know my community will like it. Hmm. And the best thing about it is that I make sure to provide valuable content that makes my community want to come back for more. So if I post something, some free value today, they know that they're going to get free value tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And if they know that they're going to bring their friend, John, and then their <laughs> friend James and then Jacob and Jingleheimer Schmidt over to my following. They'll be like, yo, follow this kid. Like he's helped me out so much. I'm sure he'll help you out too. So boom, already your, uh, your followers grow. Number two, you're providing valuable content, which you know people love, so they'll keep coming back for more. That's what I believe in, creating content that is valuable. That's what people really lack. A lot of people just think, you know, they'll post a nice picture of their watch and you know their car, and that's fancy, that's luxury. That stuff will sell as well, but for how long? Mm. Value will go on forever. So 100%. That's how I look at it. <laughs> For sure. So with what you're doing right now, is it mostly just you? Do you have a team built around you? What does that look like? Yeah. So I do have a team. Um, I, I have a team of realtors. I have a team. I have two separate teams, two team of realtors. And then I have my team that's under me that helps me out with videography, photography, content creation. So when I go to an event, you know, I have my guys that are helping me film and things of that sort. Um, I have my website developers. I have my tech team. I have my PR agent. I have my, uh, um, uh, what's his name, my writer, you know, copywriter. I have all these guys that, that want to help me out. You know, I have, a, I have a, a custom tailor. He makes me look good. He makes the image look good. And, you know, to give you the insight on all this stuff, a majority of them came from Instagram. A lot of hmm. them came from Instagram. I want to work with people that believe in my vision as much as I believe in it. So when I see, for example, these videographers, two young guys from college, they live actually in my town, which is the craziest part. <laughs> We went on Instagram. I never met them before in my life. We connected on Instagram. And they said, Ed, we love your stuff. Want to help you out. I came. They came to my office. We chatted. And I said, you know, I have three very important questions. And if you answer them correctly, you know, we're good to go. Um, Number one, do you love what you do? Because I don't want to be coming back and forth, you know, trying to drag you to, hey, you know, film, edit. Come on. Where is it? Where is it? I don't want to be doing that. I don't have time for that. I want you to come after me and say, Ed, I love it. I'm excited. Let's go. Here's what I mean. Number two, you know, um, what's your schedule looking like? You know, so then we talked about schedule because right now I need full time. I need people that are on figuring things out for me. And the number three, are you okay? You're not going to be getting paid at the moment. You eat when I eat. Is that cool? Mm. If they're cool with that for now, absolutely. Let's go. A lot of people wanted money right there and then. <laughs> money. How much are you paying me? And I, meh. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I don't have money myself, but still, like, still, I want to work with people that are still beginning and slowly rising. So everyone that I'm working with at the moment is slowly rising and going, you know, everyone's eating when I'm eating and they all want that because I'm eating when they're eating, you know, and that's the best part. So exactly. Yeah. So I got a team slowly growing. <laughs> And that's that's the thing, man. It's about building a community, having that vision that's that's big enough to, to encompass other people and not just yourself. Um, because yeah, if, if if it's just about you, then you're not going to be able to 
second. For sure. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> it just switched to my AirPods. <laughs> my AirPods were in my face. What is going on right now? <laughs> oh my! A tree just fell. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I'm sorry. Okay, you're good, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wow, weird things going on. Okay. <laughs> no sweat, no sweat. Um, so, so Ed, I, I totally agree with you, man, that like you need to be able to build that vision that's bigger than yourself and, and be able to, to bring other people on board because like there's only so far that, that you individually can take things and, and, and starting to scale is, is, is such a must. Now, how were you able to, I mean, you said a lot of these people came from Instagram. Um, what made them, like why, why, well, first of all, did you seek them out or did they seek you out? The majority of them seek me out, and and then I slowly in the beginning I seek them out, but later on as I started growing, you know, they started to seek me out. Interesting. What what do you think attracted them to to you and what you're doing? I think the followers, the content that I was making, the the proof of concepts that actually my grow was grow uh, my brand was growing, so they started to see oh I was speaking on stage and I was traveling, or all of a sudden their interest kind of peaked. You know, I, I had a I had an event last night. And this guy came up to me and said, uh, you know, Ed, I love your suits. You know, I have a custom suit guy that would love to make you suits and things of that sort. You know, his name is, you know, Jeff. And I was like, yeah, I spoke to Jeff a few, a few weeks ago, or a few years ago. And uh, he wasn't feeling my vision. You know, he wasn't feeling my brand and he wasn't interested. You know, so now he's interested. You know, so um, I said, my, my uh, tailor is right behind me, actually. So <laughs> thank you so much, though. I'm good. You know, so they, they want to see proof of concept. I can't blame them, but, you know. That's fair. So now that you are, you're doing things, you're speaking on stages, you've got, you've got this company that you're running, you're doing all these different things. How do you balance sort of your focus, your energy, your resources between all these different things that you're doing to make sure that you're actually still maintaining progress? So I, man, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle for sure, but everything is on my own time. Everything is in my own management. I have to make sure that I'm doing Everything is in my calendar. Everything is um, organized as best as possible. But again, I have my team. You know, the team helps me out sometimes here and there saying, Ed, you know, remember that we have this. Remember that we have that. So my parents, again, my, my mom is like my manager. That's the funny part. <laughs> She's always telling me stuff, reminding me. So, but it's, you know, I'm my employee of the year from now until ever. Um, you know, without my phone, I can't, can't go far. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. All right, Ed, you've been dropping some massive value on our listeners. I'm stoked to get into the questions. I like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up the show. Are you feeling ready for those? Hey, man. Let's do it. All right. First thing I'm curious about is what is something that genuinely has you excited right now? My brand growing. I have uh, a lot of travels in, in store right now. I am excited to be traveling uh, across the world. I just came back from Europe, was speaking in Europe at an event in uh, university i was inspiring students and that's just amazing because i never thought that i would be traveling as an international speaker now which which i am which i can't believe so the fact that i'm traveling more and more and just really speaking in front of aspiring entrepreneurs and aspiring realtors i want to be doing bigger and better things is just amazing to me so the fact that i'm traveling and the brand is growing is I don't know, one of the biggest things that is making me happy at the moment. So I'm really stoked for that. And 
what else? What else is there? <laughs> man, I don't know. That's that's the best part, honestly. I think about that every day. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> um, Ed, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well, either in your business or your lifestyle? Habits. Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Habits. I'm not sure. Oh, I I really need to I need to hang out with people that are like-minded like myself i need to make sure that i want to grow like me and so i just need to make sure that i'm like around the same people that are wanting to do what i want to do so that's that's really my best habit that i can say is associating myself with people that actually you know care about what they want to do in, in life and want to pursue bigger and better things so making it a habit to be associated with people that are very influential <laughs> For sure, man. I love it. I love it. So the next thing that I'm curious about is I know you're putting out a fair bit of content on social media. Um, is there any content that you're consuming right now, whether that's books, audiobooks, podcasts, YouTube channels? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I do, I do read a lot of books. And one of the books that I recently read was Four Hour Workweek. Yeah. And dude, Four Hour Workweek was honestly a a life changer. All right, Ed, so you've been dropping a ridiculous amount of value on our listeners, and I'm extremely grateful for that. Where can they go if they want to follow up with you and learn more about what you're currently working on, learn more about how to grow their social media platforms and all that good stuff? Absolutely. So I'm all over social media platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you, you, you know, you name it, you got it. It's at Ed Stulak. E-D-S-T-U-L-A-K. And if I can uh, give another piece of advice to everyone, I would definitely recommend across all social media platforms just making your username the same. Because if I want to go and try to find you on Snapchat or on YouTube and your name doesn't pop up because I can't find you because, I don't know, your name is something something underscore 573800, you know, that is going to be the worst. So simplicity is key at the end of the day. Another creative tip that I came across is just making it very simple. So at Ed Stulak is where everyone can find me. Mm, love it. Could not agree more with that. Um, consistency <laughs> is key, man. I mean, you got to have that branding. People got to know where they can find you and how they can find you. So I'll be sure to link up all those resources in the show notes for this episode as well. Ed, do you have any last closing thoughts, words of wisdom or anything you want to wrap the show up with here today? Man, words of wisdom is just always providing value to your ideal audience, making sure that your ideal audience is actually willing to absorb and digest what you have to spit and throw out there in this world. And when they absorb it and they digest it, they will come back for more. And those is, and that is who you, who you want as a follower and part of your community, people that actually believe in what you believe in. And that is what got me to where I am today and has helped me out so much with, with life. So that is my best thing that I can really say is just always provide value. If you're a young listener, go out there and find someone that you can provide value. Get, just lend them a hand and show them what kind of value you can bring to their table. You know, you bring the bread, let them bring the plates and the silverware. You bring the bread and you bring everything else. And everyone eats at the end of the day. And that's what I love. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Ed, man, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you choosing to spend here on Young Smart Money. Likewise, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me allow and uh, inspire your listeners. <laughs> so thank you so much. Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure. 
All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Young Smart Money. Again, if you guys did enjoy the show, do remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us get in front of more people with the show. It helps you hear from even more amazing guests. It just makes the world go round when you do smash that five-star in iTunes iTunes. And if you guys want me to shout you out in my Instagram story, I am always up for that. So if you send a screenshot of your review to Apple Crater Official on Instagram, shoot me a DM of that or just tag me in it. Would love to repost it on my short story and give y'all a shout out there. Otherwise, I hope you guys do have a wonderful day, whether you're out walking the dog, whether you are at the gym, whatever you are up to on this fine day. I hope it is a splendid one and I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day.